Good day, everyone, and welcome to another one-on-one -on -one sit down with your favorite Nintendo characters. This week, we talk to the most famous Fire Emblem character in the whole entire world. It's Ike. Ike, how are you going, my friend? Well, that's good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. So we know you're a big, big fan of the, you know, swinging swords, being a warrior, going into battle, just uh, looking out for your friends. But you have a really iconic motto, quote, I fight for my friends, end quote. Are you able to explain that a little bit of where that comes from? Well, to be honest, Drew, this story takes me back to when I was a small child. Growing up, I had no friends, no one to play with, no one to tell a funny story, no one to enjoy a nice meal with, no one to high-five on the football field, no one to embrace as the clouds come over, and most of all, no one to share life's fleeting moments with. That makes you realize quickly how important friends are. Drew, if I had what you and Bryce have, I would be a much happier man. But no one cares, I am just another character, in a line of Nintendo IP fans expect to get new games every two or three years. Drew, please help me. Oh, wow. Wow. Ike, I'm, I had no idea. That's really some interesting insight. Thank you so much for bringing that here at the House of Mario. We're... Wow. Gosh, I don't, don't know what to do with that information. Anyway, on with the show. Everybody and welcome to the House of Mario, the South Australian Nintendo podcast that is backed by a 120 power star rating. I'm your host Drew Agnew and the doors to episode 190 are open. This week on the show we're talking about bloody goddamn more Switch Pro rumours but they're getting close. Hopefully this is the last week we want to talk about them being rumours. Mm. And in the future, that'll be real. It'll be, what, it'll be a real device. That's what we're hoping for. We are hoping for that. Mm. And we're also talking about Sonic, Dragon Quest, and some Pokemon release dates. And to talk a little about that is my best mate. It's the big old Brysterwid. Hello. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Thank you, man. How are you? Good. It's a nice shirt you're wearing today. Yes, I got this a long time ago and um, at Avcon, like in 2013 or something. And I really like it. It's like the most comfortable shirt I've got. It's nice and silky, light. It's great for pajamas. It's great for wearing in everyday life. So I've got it on now. I'm showing off my uh, Azinya from Sword Art Online. Yeah. I haven't watched it for a long time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, what's her name again? Azinya? Asana. Asana. Yeah, Asana. Who, who am I thinking of there? You are thinking of Kayon. Kayon. Yes, I am. I right am thinking then. of Kayon. You are. Asana. Dead on. Yeah. Well, she plays the. Uh, the was, she, was she lead guitar or was she bass? Uh, no, it was no, like she was, yeah, uh, she was mentoring, um, no, uh, Yui was mentoring her in lead guitar. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I miss K-On, Bryce. Why do I have a K-On shirt on? <sighs> apparently, you know, I apparently I thought I was wearing a K-On shirt. <laughs> K-On was good, man. It was, It was yeah. good. It was comfortable. It yeah. Was, it was comfortable. Yeah, it was great. It was a comfortable show. That's that's what it was. Comfortable yeah. show, comfortable shirt. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Hmm. I have a uh, good shirt on here too. Oh, look, let's have shirt reviews. Who is the shirt best shirt? Review. Yeah, well, my, my shirt mm. come from PAX. Yeah. Right? My shirt come from PAX. It come from beating a fight in uh, the critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> it has a free trial up until level 60 that includes the critically acclaimed Heavensward expansion for free. So, 
Yeah, uh, it, it's quite a good shirt. Mm. I quite love this shirt. Not wearing it for any propaganda at all. Dash, I see you in the chat. Uh, I know you said something about it. Anyway, just take it as a warning. <laughs> mm, what's a warning? Um, yeah, no. So, uh, yes, that's my nice uh, IB Eden shirt. Yep, from the uh, Eden Raid. That was a good year at PAX, that one. Quite enjoyed that. That was really good. That's I got great. to meet up with a bunch of community members from Final Fantasy. It was good. And, uh, yeah, it holds, holds some memories, which is a nice thing. Yeah. Hmm. Well, thank you very much, uh, Bryce from Square Enix. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, yeah. Uh, critically acclaimed uh, free up to level 60. Uh, mm. <laughs> got the free trial. Free trial. Mm. Yeah, it's on PS5 now, too. It's on PS5. Mm, what about Nintendo Switch? No, it's not on Switch. Oh. It's on the PS4, the PS5, the Windows PC. Mm, what about the, the Apple PC? The Apple PC. Mm. Actually, you can get it on a Mac. Yes, oh. yes you can get it on the Mac. Mm, what what else can you get it on? Um, hopefully the Switch Pro. Oh, Switch Pro, <laughs> which we're talking about. Yay! Yay! All right. Oh. We've got a lot of uh, stuff to discuss this week, but um, to start things off. I want to get into my uh, not, always say always got to say Nintendo Guru. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guru Geek Out. Uh, this is a, this is a special one because it's uh, a community member from our Discord, Dafino Durans. Uh, she came on a couple of weeks ago and we absolutely loved talking to her and uh, she started her own podcast. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Yeah. I sat, I, uh, was doing housework and listening to it. it oh, fun. yeah. So how, what did you think? It was good fun. Her very first podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, it was uh, very good fun. Um, I enjoy the little bit of passion there that was uh, for, I can't, sorry, I can't remember the show name. I really can't. Yeah. I, I was just thinking literally like, oh, that's because yeah. it was a long, it's a long, funny name, but yeah, but it was, um, it was essentially like a love letter to that show and continuing on um, the uh, Mario Bros. 3 cartoon. Uh, and talking about episode by episode. And her and her sister were having a lot of fun with it. And I love to hear that about podcasting, which is fantastic. So uh, I hope you guys uh, extra luck in the future. But definitely, yeah, that was really, really cool. And I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I mean, as a, as fans of doing podcasts, I think it's awesome when other people get into it. And, yeah. Um, I hope she enjoys it. And uh, even funnily enough, when she was on The House of Mario, Sean Capri... Um, reached out to me saying, "Who was that? I want her on my show." Mm. And she appeared on We the Gamer Cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard and, that. Yeah, and I listened back to it. She did an absolutely fantastic job. She's such a natural at it. Yeah. If yeah. I was, if I was like that on my first episode, I'd be so happy with myself. Oh my so, god, dude, good yeah. on it. Yeah, good on yeah. it. We were awkward people. <laughs> 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 oh, definitely. That's just how it is. Oh, do you reckon we're any better now? Uh, yeah, I, I, hope we're a bit, <laughs> yeah, I hope we're a bit better. I mean, we're live streaming right now, so if we can muster up that much courage, and we're sitting here going, M, M, <laughs> yeah, we're just M. look at that chat. Oh god, M, okay. The, oh my god, there's two people here <laughs> sweating. <laughs> and there's five people in the chat. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yep, so big uh, big shout out to uh, Delfino. Links in the show notes to her stuff, her mm. appearance on We The Gamer Cast and her... Yes, um, uh, her, her new show. <laughs> which we can't remember the name of. Uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> I, I, I struggle, like, it, it's not... A, it, 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 is, it is literally just a personal thing. Sometimes I'm just like, that's right, you're on that show. I'm like, what was the... <laughs> I do it to everyone. <laughs> I hate it. Mm. I hate it. I'm not good. Um... Specifically with names, I think, is the problem. Yeah. Well, with our podcast, I could barely remember the last word. It's just, 
over three words, I'm out of it. I'm like, <laughs> what are we the house of? I can't remember. <laughs> and so I have to write it. Welcome to the house of Mario. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here we talk about Nintendo. Mm. Yes, the platform of Switch. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, mm. Spot on. And uh, shit, she wrapped off the- <laughs> Reggie- Fees, Fees guy, and uh, massive hero soccer man. Um, yeah, <laughs> massive hero soccer man. Remember the first time he said that? I just cracked. cracked massive up. hero soccer guy. I love that. I love that for him. So oh, I, so I hadn't heard that before you said it. Massive hero soccer guy is amazing. Massive. I love. I love. I love calling him massive hero soccer guy. It's great. I don't know if he's in the soccer though. Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows? But he's a massive hero of it. So mm. yeah, that's all we really need to know. It is. Yeah. Mm. It's like Superman, man. He's he's got he's Clark Kent, which is Masahiro Sakurai, and then he's <laughs> and <laughs> his superhero name, Masahiro Soccer Guy. But he's just into into football. He's just really into football. Yeah, yeah. No, Not in his daily life, though. That'd be too obvious. Can't can't blame him. Can't blame him. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and just before we get into the main show as well, I just want to put a bit of emphasis, a bit more emphasis on uh, youtube.com slash idruby. I'm sort of pushing that a bit more now. We're currently live streaming the show there. So thank you very much to everyone that's joining us at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've got, we got some good comments rolling in there. It's good to see. Yes. Very good uh, to see. Talk about playing Final Fantasy 14 on a Samsung smart fridge. Um, mm. Talk about... Uh, fi- <laughs> Runs on Android, so it probably won't run Final Fantasy 14, unfortunately, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, but it, it could run uh, Steam Link and it could, Ooh. which you could potentially play on your uh, your smart fridge. You're just really keen to play it on that smart fridge. I'm really, I'm really just pushing the MO now. Like even- uh, MMO, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The MMO. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Head Correct. of the game yeah. there. Yeah. 65% off on the PSN store. Get on it. Dash put it out there. I forgot about that. It is 65. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't- and I feel like this. Look, all right. Uh, with my Guru Geek out, I guess I've just. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy it is, 14. Yeah, it is actually coming <laughs> back to that. And that's why I, was, I, I suppose I wanted to talk about it today. Um, I've been. Um, my, my little geek out for the week has been growing my community for the past week, which is good. Um, like, you know, we've got our guild of men, heaps of cool new people and stuff like that, which is great. Um, like, the guild's been a project that I've been working on with friends for a year. Also, and now we're finally opening it up to people and I'm meeting a whole bunch of new people again. It's all exciting. And that's what MMOs are all about. So it's a little social aspect where I don't have to go outdoors to experience it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, hey, it's 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 2021. Let's not forget about the uh, good old Rona. And oh, let, please, mm. let's forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, let, let's not, because that's the problem. That is mm. the problem. So, yeah, no, yeah. It's been good, man. That That is my little geek out for the week. Excellent. I like it. I mm. like it very yeah. much. You don't have to speak too much about it. That's just what it is. That's just what it is. Don't have to speak about it. Mm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm sure you'll hear more mm. about it down the line. I'm sure, I'm sure we will. I'm yes. sure we will. Yes, we will. Let me get this cracker open. That's right. Yeah, I already opened mine. Yeah, I know. I'm thirsty, man. You didn't even wait for me. Mate, I wanted to go get those Ben and Jerry's, but it just wasn't open. Yeah, I was about to say, um... Yeah, no, no go this week, Ben and Jerry's. No, it is there, but every time I fucking drive past the thing, I'm just. I could have picked it up after work today, but it it just skips my mind, and then I'm just like, oh well, maybe if I drive past, me, no. We had someone in the Discord um, try them because they said, oh, I can't remember if it, was, if it was you guys or Brendan from the Hungry Gamers, but they mentioned uh, <laughs> Ben and Jerry's uh, like beers. I'm like, yeah, that was Bryce. Yeah, 
Am I, so he thought they were okay. He wouldn't have more than one. No. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm keen to try it. It just sounds so um, weird. Weird. Yeah. And I mean, I got one at home waiting for me to try, but I don't know whether I want to wait and leave it for the show or whether I want to drink it at home or. Oh, you got to leave it for the show. You got to make it into the, con- into the content. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Split the can with me. Split the can. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Come on. Give me some. Nah, I'll just I'll just buy two cans. But you need big enough glasses for them because you need to like pfft, squeeze them because they're nitro activated. So you need to like agitate yeah, right. the nitro. Right. Yeah. You can't just like crack open the can and be like, glug, glug, glug. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> glug, glug, glug. Glug, glug, glug. Mm. Absolutely does not work that way. No, well, fair enough. Fair enough. We'll have to we'll have to work at our glass situation for next week. At the at the time, I've supplied some Krakens. Mm-hmm. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Peachy said he's tried them, which is, uh, yeah, cool. He said, uh, honestly, they aren't half bad. So there we go. Aren't half bad. Aren't they- half bad. So that means they're at least half good. Well, as well. Yeah, at least half good. Yeah. We'll try them next week. We'll try them. Yeah, yeah, but they'll be there. I don't think anybody's rushing out to yeah. purchase Ben and Jerry's. We can have a Ben and Jerry's beer talking about the newly announced Super Switch. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Or whatever. That, that's, what, that's what we want to hope is going to happen anyway. Yeah. Because it's getting pretty close to E3. It's getting a bit too close if you ask me. Mm, yeah, they better announce it this week so I can drop my mm. pre-order numbers and be like, all right, good. Yeah. So, actually, before we move into that type of stuff, uh, do you ha- have you been playing any games or anything that you want to discuss? Or it's, you've pretty much been playing Final Fantasy fourteen, haven't you? Eh? Yeah, that's much. all you've been doing. Last week, yeah, that's what, that's what my spare time has sort of been dedicated to, I suppose. Um, I did... Whack out some Guitar Hero today and play some of that with the kids, which was oh cool. Fun. Uh, three or yes, three. Yep. Yep. Wow. Uh, I, I will. I will get more going, but yeah, no, three for now. Um, yeah, no, and had to had a good time slapping that for a little bit, realizing yeah, that did. my uh, that my uh, fingers don't like strumming as half as much as they did used to anymore. So I'm like trying to keep up on Knights <laughs> of Sidonia. I'm like, oh ow, Jesus, yeah, ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> my like, damn it, this hurts. But yeah, no. Otherwise, that's about it. What about you? Um, I played a couple of indie games. I made use of my subscriptions. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you you played something on Apple Arcade. Yeah. Mm. So I played I played a. Uh, well, on Cozy um, something. Yeah, on oh sorry, on Xbox Game Pass, I played a. Uh, um, oh, oh, in my brain, it's called Monster Sanctuary, um, but I. I think it was called Monster Sanctuary. I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> um, but basically what this game is, is it's a, it's a monster collecting game crossed with a Metroidvania game. So think Pokemon crossed with a Metroidvania. And you're going around as like a, a monster, uh, basically like a tamer going around and you get like, you get a choice out of five monsters as you're like pretty much your starter Pokemon based on the five elements. Right. And you go around... Um, and you come across other monsters, and once you touch them, it turns into like a turn-based battle. And I th- like just off the bat, it caught my eye straight away. I'm like, oh, when it came onto Xbox Game Pass, I'm like, definitely downloading that. That sounds like something I'd be really interested in. Sort of like a, I always thought like that sort of mixture of genres would be an excellent idea for a game, and someone out there actually made it, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but the battle system's like really cool as well. Like, it, what are you smiling at? Nothing. Just thinking, <laughs> just thinking, but like the <laughs> what? Just say so you're staring. So much, sorry, no, I'm just thinking back to the skit. No, keep going. No, no fair enough. Um, funny skit, man. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah. So the turn-based battle system, it's uh, what you would probably expect from a, a an RPG. Every move you use uses uh, mana, 
and uh, you're able to um, sort of upgrade your attacks and your mana and that through like skill trees and stuff. And uh, it's just really cool. Like there's a there's a um, a rating system as well out of f- five stars. And how the battle system works as well, it's sort of like this is on top of maybe what you'd expect in something like Pokemon, mm-hmm. whereas um, each turn you're aiming to rack up combos. And based on how many combos you get each turn uh, makes it how much of a ranking you get at the end of that uh, match. Right. And that affects like your awards and drops at the end too. So it sort of encourages you to be paying more attention. Because like a lot of the time, like there's a bit in there where you got to grind a little bit to grind up to do like the first challenge, mm-hmm. and uh, how the challenges basically work is they're called like they're the monsters called champions, so they're wild monsters, but they're uh, a bit stronger. And uh, yeah, it's just a really neat game. I, I played it for about a couple of hours, and until Chantel got home and wanted the TV back, and that was a really weird experience because like I got this like nice big Xbox Series X, and there I am playing like the most basic <laughs> possibly looking game. And um, it made me think, like, oh, do I want this on Switch? And I had a look on Switch. It was twenty. It was on sale for twenty dollars Australian. Yep. I'm like, oh, should I get it? I'm like, no, no, no. Save your money. Make use of your the money you're spending on your subscription. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's just like, yeah, it's just a having it on like an actual console. I can't take in handheld mode. It makes it be awkward because I just I do want to just like sit there and mash a and grind up a bit and explore in that and. Uh, don't know. I don't know if I'll be back to it on the Xbox necessarily. Just it seems weird hogging the TV <laughs> from from Chantel just for that. Yeah. Well, it, it it's it's kind of a situation I'm in where like I never get my TV anyway. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, it's always it's always in use by the kids or Jade or what what have you. Like occasional times I will just overtake it and be like, all right, I'm playing things. But like, um, doesn't happen very often. And um, it only happens with something that, you know, isn't on the Switch, I suppose. Yeah. It's on literally anything else. Um, but, yeah, today was a case of like, all right, I'm slapping some guitar here. I did that after work. I'm like, all right. Damn good. it, kids. I'm slapping this guitar and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, et cetera. Um, but the, I suppose the good news today is that after my whole TV snafu, I got a screen protector today. I, I, I got, I got yep. custom, custom made. I put that on the TV. I'm like, I'm at peace. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. <laughs> so um, yeah. I'm, I'm glad to have that on there. And now I'm um, not so phased if the kids want to play Wii or something like that. You know, it's just a little bit of extra security. They uh, fluffed around a little bit on uh, Galaxy 2, which I opened for them today. Oh, cool. They um, enjoy it? Or yeah, just jump around yeah, they and had fluff fun. around? They had yep. fun. You know, just, yeah, that's pretty much it. That Yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Evie's like sort of finding her roots in the games through Flash games now. So it's sort of like she she's more curious about how to play things and stuff like that. And she really wants to play Let's Go, but I'm like, God damn it, I already thrown that game out the window. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Gonna have to consider that again. Um, oh, oh, you've traded the in, have oh, you? I got rid of it ages ago. I've got a, I've got a copy you can borrow if you want. Oh, yeah, and there's that too, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, you had an extra copy from Nintendo. I did. I got a physical edition. Thank you to them. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Back in the day. That's right. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so she's becoming uh, like more interested in that type of thing anyway. So um, yeah, something I'm gonna put forward and see if I can get her to play that. And yeah, should be good. Yeah, I'm sure she'll love it. That is a 
you know, it's a pretty good game. The perfect it's, intro to a for a small kid. Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah. it's it's just like as as somebody that's played Pokemon many a time before, I had <laughs> had no real purpose for it past the initial like, ah, yes, that was a good Kanto romp. But mm. yeah, 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 mm. and um, yeah, it, it, the game was called Monster Sanctuary. I, I yeah, I, I I was always calling it something else. When I finally got it right, I'm like, was it right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Monster Sanctuary. Yeah, played a couple of hours. Really enjoyed it. And the other game you alluded to while I was playing on Apple, Apple Arcade on my phone actually was a, a Cozy Groove. Oh, Cozy Grove? Yeah, Cozy, Cozy Grove. Grove. That's the one. And uh, it's based, basically this game is uh, it's very much like Animal Crossing, just small, like smaller, basically. Um, you play on an island that's uh, inhabited by spirits and you're basically doing little fetch quests and um, helping them out so they can uh, pass away in peace. So but they're like, oh, find this. And you uh, go and find it. You give it back to them. And then they then it puts up your friendship level. And then they ask you to do something else and something else and something else and something else. And there's like, there's probably about seven, I think, spirits on the island. It's only like a small island. You can go from each side like in about 30 seconds. So it's really small and compact. And um, just ha- how it sort of works is it's made, it is made like Animal Crossing as well. Like you, you do like all your tasks just in like 40 minutes and then there's, there's pretty much nothing to do. Like I spent about an hour and a half just setting up and figuring out what the game was because I jumped into it because I just wanted to play a, a controller game on my phone. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'll play this. I, I, I had no idea what it was going to be. <laughs> and uh, I jumped into it and just really, really enjoyed it. It's got a beautiful art style and the characters are so charming. Just every single character has its own dialogue and it's just really, really uh, just a really charming game. So it's uh, something good as well on my phone. Like if I've got 40 minutes or whatever, I'm like, oh, well, I've got this to play on my phone rather than, you know, getting the switch out or something like that yeah. if I'm at work or whatever. So, yeah, really enjoying that. Um, if you're an Animal Crossing fan, definitely give Cozy Grove a check out, I reckon. Um, it's about... It looked very cute. Yeah, that's no, really cool. It came out a few months ago. It was it came out first on Apple Arcade and then I did notice it when it came to the Switch because I'm like, oh, it's that game. I finally gave it a go. Really cool. That's good. Thank you, Bryce. Fantastic. Yeah. Well done. Drew played a video game. I played a game. Yeah. And I talked about it on oh, the show. Oh, my God. My God. Oh, my God. Hi, right, Bryce. Let's get into the news. The, the news. Woohoo! Yeah! Is that all? I am Mike from Fire Emblem. My body is still all right, Bryce, it's been a hell of a week for more Switch Pro rumours, and my God, it's oh, got me excited. Holy shit, has it been a huge week. It's got me excited, Bryce. I've got to be honest with you, mate. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it, that's the thing is it's sort of creeping up very close now. Oh, she close. I can smell it behind me. And I think I think the absolute kicker was was the Amazon leak, without question. Um, for those of you that don't know, there was like a minor Amazon leak on um, Amazon Mexico. Uh yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to break down the story for everybody that um hasn't been following for like, oh, Nintendo Switch. What, what, yeah, exactly. What's yeah. this all about? Yeah, yeah. So I have brought up Bloomberg's article, but they want me to pay for it. So no. we, we then go to The Verge that summarizes up <laughs> what they said. So from TheVerge.com. The title is Nintendo's uh, OLED Switch could come in September and the article reads, Nintendo could release its its heavily rumoured new version of the Switch in September or October, according to a report from Bloomberg. 
Manufacturing is reportedly planned to start as soon as July. And Bloomberg says the system may be announced before the E3 trade show, which kicks off in virtual form on June 12th. As Bloomberg notes, an announcement ahead of E3 would allow third-party publishers, as well as Nintendo itself, to show their games running on the new hardware. This version of the Switch is said to be more powerful silicon from NVIDIA that works both with DLSS technology, allowing for 4K output to a TV. It also reportedly has a 7-inch OLED display sourced from Samsung. Bloomberg says that Nintendo suppliers are confident in their ability to fulfill orders even though there's a global shortage on chips and other components. Uh, production, production lines are better prepared for the potential component shakeup and the parts Nintendo is using subject uh, to less competition than those of their rivals' more powerful consoles. According to the report, those still warns the company's ability to meet consumers' demand won't be guaranteed. Mm. The current model of the Switch has been difficult to find in many regions throughout the past year, with increasingly uh, demand during the pandemic elasticated. Uh, by challenges within the uh, supply chain. So this all started with uh, this um, article from, from Bloomberg, uh, basically stating that all right, uh, announcement is imminent. And we talked about this last week on the show before this. We're like, you know, surely they're going to say yeah. something before E3 because they're just risking a leak. Like, yeah, they are. Whether it's huge leak. Anyone from EA, Ubisoft, Square Enix, Whatever have you, just anyone who wants to be like, oh, we've got a game coming out and it's multi-platform and it only runs on this or whatever. There's just too much potential. And they did this with the Wii U as well um, the year it came out. They did like a, a pre-direct saying, this is the Pro Controller. This is the updated gamepad. They got all that crap out the way. So when the E3 presentation actually came around, they could be like, these, these are the games. Yeah, we, don't have right. to, we don't have to sit an, an auditorium full of people and be like, this is Here the, is our console. This is the controller. Everyone's like, oh, very nice, very nice. So what games we played? Uh, not much. <laughs> not much. Video games. <laughs> Video games. Yes. You remember Counter-Strike children or, you know, games like that that never come to the Wii U in the end anyway? Remember when that was announced? I, I, yeah, I should do. That was, yeah. That <laughs> Counter-Strike was announced for the Wii U. Never even, it never even touched it. Never even came to a console. No, uh, no, it did. It did. Uh, did it? Counter-Strike, yeah. Counter-Strike uh, Go came to consoles. Yeah, it did. Did it? Xbox huh. 360. In fact, I bought it on Xbox 360. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it never, it never came to the Wii U. No, well. And they were, that's the worst part is they were, they were citing Counter-Strike Source, not Go. So... <laughs> it was the iteration before. Yeah. Oh, Wii U. Oh, man, uh, we, we don't have to worry about the Wii U, bro. So, um, so we had that. The internet's ablaze saying, oh, oh Switch Pro, it's going to be coming soon. Everyone's getting excited. Everyone's panties are in a twist. Holy macaroni and cheese. Everyone's uh, getting really excited. And then some industry, other industry insiders also sort of put their two cents in saying, oh, we've heard the same sources. Yeah, so we can, we can clarify this. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Industry insider Emily Rogers backs up mm. Bloomberg's report about the Switch Pro. And this, this was um, actually pretty funny. I saw this on Twitter. Um, yeah, yeah, Emily Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nibble. Emily Rogers and Laura Kate Dale, my two mortal enemies. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nibble on Twitter. Uh, this is how I saw it as well. So he, he said that Emily is hinting at a Switch Pro announcement later today slash tomorrow. Big eyes emoji. Guess what was wrong. And... Um, <laughs> 
how Emily Rogers basically hinted at this, there was no like, yes, I'm hinting at this, like just outright. But someone said, oh, could, could we expect it today or tomorrow? And she replied with a hush emoji, basically saying like, hush, hush, I know something, maybe, like just basically playing along with it is. So everyone got excited, like, oh, it's coming tomorrow. And including myself, I'm like, all right. So I went to Nintendo America. I put notifications on. You know, this is serious. This is going down. I'm getting ready. I'm getting excited. Brand new console. Um, but uh, basically later on in that conversation, but she basically just said, yeah, no, I'm just having fun. Just being a fuckwit. <laughs> just playing with people's emotions. Damn it, Emily. Don't you do that to us. Yeah, Damn she, it, Emily. That's, that's the thing is like... <laughs> That those, especially those two that I've just mentioned, uh, Emily and Laura Kate Dale, they've uh, always been very prominent, like extremely prominent throughout leaking communities, and they do the same thing every time. They're like, "Oh yeah, there's going to be an announcement soon, right?" So that announcement could be in the next two weeks between now and E3. What is the likely possibility of that happening, especially considering the Wii U? <laughs> Pretty high. So telling me that, oh, like Emily Rogers said this or Laura Kate Dale said this, they pretty much just go based off mostly prior knowledge and maybe a little bit of insiderism, but chances are it's probably just a very well-educated guess. Yeah, of course, because if someone said, oh, they're going to release it within or the announcement within the next week, I'll be like, and I predict it's tomorrow because tomorrow is a Thursday and they don't want to work as hard on a Friday, so it's going to be on a Thursday. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like it is. It is one hundred percent an educated guess. Um, you are pretty much like any and a lot of as as we've sort of like talked about uh, leading up to this, like with the Samsung screens and all that. You know, that's all stuff that had been earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's it's not like the information isn't pretty much already out there for what it's worth. Um, and then. Well, everybody's, and th- this this is probably the most dangerous part of it, and that is expectations, I guess. Oh yeah, this is yeah. like oh god, <laughs> oh god. Everybody's <laughs> expecting everybody's expecting this thing to use SDLSS, um, I believe it is, which is uh, Nvidia technology. They've just started putting in shields. Yep. Um, and that you know helps helps the uh, graphics processor learn what needs to be where, f- like prehand. So that it can upscale it, and yeah, like you can't guarantee that that's going to be in the next console. It is is it likely? Yes, but a lot of these are just speculation at the moment because at this point in time, it's educated guessing. Hmm. I want to see it happen, but yeah, yeah. I think the stuff from Bloomberg and stuff is pretty accurate, just because of their reputation and they. Oh yeah, buying like all, every stretch. all of their reporting leading up to. Uh, the next model of the switch has been pretty, pretty spot on with like what a lot of sources are saying. So um, obviously we'll find out when the actual unit itself is <laughs> announced. Yeah, that's right. So I believe them, but like a lot of these insiders, it's like, Oh my God, just like they just, um, even if they do have like really great sources and they've been reliable in the past, just doing stuff like that, where they're just like doing like emojis and that, like trying to like hype people up and, just make fun of it. Like, oh, who knows? I might do the same thing if I was in their position. I don't know. But it's just like, it's like, God damn it. Like, a peep, if it wasn't for Emily Rogers and a few of these other people, they wouldn't have been, people wouldn't have been like, oh, it's today. And like, people just didn't need that necessarily. Well, but- like, the, the, the only reason it's sort of, that's how they survive though, is like, 
and that's how they started as well is they they gained clout off of a couple of well-educated guesses worked out and now everybody's just like gospel and you know it wasn't jesus it was like before the switch was announced but like Back then, you know, it was like, oh, they were putting out all these leaks and they were like constantly hammering it. And um, I was kind of just like, I don't fucking believe a word, right? I don't believe fucking anything. <laughs> and then there'd be these people that are just, I'm just, I'm kind of just like, can you just calm down? I said on like a comment, uh, a comment post somewhere. And then one of, one of like, one of, I think it was Laura Kate Dale's big fans comes in and it's just like, you should believe. It's like a cult, man. It's like like a lot of people that follow these leakers and believe one hundred percent every word they say. It's like it's like a cult. I'm like, holy shit! Like the only words you should believe one hundred percent are the ones coming, coming from, from your mother or something. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, like you can't even trust the developers when they put out the news and being like, "This is going to be the most powerful console ever," because the chances are it's probably not going to be the most fucking powerful console ever. Mm. It's just going to be a very powerful one. So, is it the most powerful one ever? Well, it's more than the uh, previous one, that's for sure. Yeah, so it's the most powerful device ever. It's like, okay. <laughs> and that's and that's until China releases a knockoff like next Tuesday or something. Fucking Those powerful China consoles. Blows it, blows it out of <laughs> the water or some bullshit. No, yeah, it's just an example. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it, it's... It, yeah. Mm. So moving on down the timeline, Bryce, we uh, also, like you alluded to before, uh, Amazon Mexico had a, a potential leak, potentially. There was a mm. listing for new Nintendo Switch Pro, but then it quickly got removed. What was it called when it got removed? Dummy a sin. Dummy a sin. So this was, this was another sort of funny thing that happened as well, because I was like, is it called new Nintendo Switch Pro? And the answer is no, it's not going to be called new Nintendo Switch Pro. I hope. That's fucking weird naming. It might. <laughs> That's a weird naming convention. If Yeah, like, uh, actually, I mean, it, now think about it, like, the Pro could be, like, the standard Switch and the Lite could be as it is, and they could be both called new. Mm. Well, that's what I said to you the other day, is just, yeah. like, saying that there's a new, nin- a, a new Nintendo Switch Pro suggests that there's also a new Nintendo ah, Switch yes. Yes, we did, Lite. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And you said that's interesting, but I don't think it happened. But I'm kind of like it could though, because yeah, it is still portable market only, like the light. So yeah, the only thing is like a lot of this stuff being upgraded is to be is to be used like 4K on the TV, whereas the Switch Lite will not use that. So no, but it use the nice screen and yeah, yeah, stuff like that. There's obviously going to be some sort of a draw to it, yeah. just just because it, at the end of the day, we know that the light is the budget console. Yeah. Right. So a lot of a lot of the money in this pro is going to go go towards stuff like DLSS, like we just previously talked about, and all that stuff. And that's what's going to drive the cost up. Mm-hmm. Whereas you would just be giving the light like a, a better battery, nicer screen, hopefully better Joy Cons. Um, well, light doesn't need the Joy Cons. Well, you know what I mean. Just Controls. sticks and stuff. Yep. Yep. Let, let's let's they're, they're fucking super glued on Joy Cons. <laughs> all right. We know they are. That, that's what they are. They're super glued on Joy Cons. Anyway, um, just with wet glue, still <laughs> take them off. That's exactly right. Um, but yeah, so it is. It is sort of a case of like, well, <laughs> it might happen. It might not happen. I guess. Oh, I, I would like to see the light get the upgrade as well because they still need to be able to 
providing that they do the same thing they did with the new new models that if they're going to have premium mode games they're going to have to have it accessible to the portable people as well as the yeah of course tv people yeah. no i think it would it would be a mistake uh de- not definitely if they do exclusive games yeah oh yeah shit yeah mm. yeah but, but it's, it's it's kind of chicken or the egg because we don't want exclusive games but at the same time whether there's titles from third parties that just you know, won't run on the current Switch, but mm. potentially could on the other Switch. Do you just not want those games to ever exist or do you want them available to at least like the hardcore that bought the brand new shiny thing? Oh, yeah, that's right. So it's, it's kind of a hard thing. Mm. Um, like personally for me, I'll be buying it. And if they say like, oh, you know, the original Red Dead Redemption can now run, we're going to be putting it exclusively on the new Switch because that's all it's going to run on. You know, do you just say, oh, well, it's not available to them, so we don't want it or... I'd be right into that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me Red Dead Redemption on the Switch. Yeah. Because mm. it like, it just, uh, we don't know what the power of this thing is. It might be significant or not that significant. But mm. if it if it opens the doors to ports that are a bit more taxing, like GTA and online games like that, that we would like to see on Switch, don't know. Don't know. Can't really complain. No? Well, you can. <laughs> we can. Well, okay, you can complain, but like it, it won't be a, it won't be a variable difference like it was like we were discussing the other week. Like, oh, the new 3ds can run SNES games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The old 3ds <laughs> couldn't. I I cannot wait for the announcement. Nintendo Switch Online introducing Nintendo 64 only on new Super Switch. Oh my god, <laughs> it'd piss so many people. Oh, it'd be off. so funny. It's like, oh, you can, no, so, then like. We'll come back to the show. You know, we're big fanboys here. We don't say anything bad about Nintendo. So I'll be like, well, Ocarina of Time, it just won't run on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, Mario Kart 64. Have you seen how many polygons are in that thing? Oh, my God. Four screen splits. Uh, four, four screen split multiplayer, whatever. Guys, how the hell are you going to run a 240p game on a 4K console? It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't compute. It doesn't compute. <laughs> like the, the, the normal Switch in handheld mode, only 720. That's only... Oh, it's not enough. And it's not enough closer no. to one numbers no. because that's how the scale ro- works, right? The closer it is to one, the higher the resolution. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So a lot of, a uh, lot, lot of fun rumors this week. I don't know. I'll, I'll be curious to know how relevant this conversation will be for how many days, because it will be happening over next week or, if they really want to you know, cut it fine, they can put it into the next week too. Mm, that's probably, right. probably like midweek, the week before. That could. That's still pretty potential timing. Yeah, like yeah. it's not too late necessarily. It's, no, it gives no. a few days when yeah you know, the companies can do their things. Mm. Yeah. I just, I just want it to happen, man. I just want it to happen. Mm, so do I. That's what matters to me. So a couple, a couple more sort of rumors about you know, the the features of the next switch also came. Yeah, in. some of these were quite interesting actually. So I read this from Nintendo Life to sum it all up, and the article reads with reports suggesting that Nintendo. We'll lift the lid on the Switch Pro prior to E3. The web has been eagerly uh, waiting for news. And with that in mind, we've gotten some more unofficial details from Spanish website Vandal. This information comes from a Chinese accessory maker and Vandal's track record is decent. But keep in mind, all of these are rumor at present. According to the site, the Switch Pro will be a similar size to the existing Switch, but the OLED screen will be around uh, 7 inches from corner to corner and almost no bezel around it. Current Joy-Cons will remain compatible with the new model, but annoyingly the f- uh, but the annoyingly and flimsy kickstand is gone. In its place is apparently a Surface uh, uh, sorry, a Microsoft Surface style flap which presumably makes for a sturdier game uh, 
sorry, uh, tabletop gaming. Mm. And the micro, micro SD port sits behind the flap and it's easier to access this time around. When it comes to the dock, the report claims that it'll be slightly thicker than the original, but offer two USB, two USB, US three boy. <laughs> I love USB, USB uh, 2.0 ports and an Ethernet port. Oh, wouldn't that yeah, be exciting? That oh, yeah. just treat us, Nintendo. Put an Ethernet oh. port on a console. Oh. Uh, the latter will come in a very handy for the demand of the lower amount of latency when playing online. And uh, so that's the end of that article. So just sums up a few points there. I, I reckon that all sounds pretty good to me. Uh, just even in 2017, the, like the bezels on the switch, they did strike me coming from someone who uses a, a lot of Apple products. Oh, just like even just any, any smartphone. You're like, wow, that's a thick bezel. Cause a lot of the, the phone manufacturers got rid of that a fair few years before then. But um, you know, you put up with it, it's fine, whatever. But it would be nice to get rid of that, and make I, more use of the screen. I think it was a good a good point to keeping the switch cheaper. I think that's that's mainly what yeah, it yeah. was. And I think this time around, now that technology's advanced forward, it's been a couple of years. You know, they're not. It's not such a bigger problem keeping the price down to a relative point. And this is also if they're targeting like what we think they're targeting, it's also going to justify the price point anyway. So it, it doesn't really matter. Um, one thing I am a little a little bit meh about when when it comes to these features that they're announced is I really just want them to have a micro SD port that's covered all the time, no matter what. Um, mm. Yeah, because like the Switch Lite has that. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I got a new 3DS recently, like the first one I've owned. Hooray. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, the SD card situation on that sucks. No, I actually think it's really fucked. Good. It's under the battery, wasn't it? No, no, no. Yeah, you have to take the back off. You have to oh, unscrew. I hated it. that. No, 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 no. You will understand when you have kids. I have lost so many SD cards, man. Yes. Like, yeah, if, fair enough, fair enough. Lock it away. Yep. Yeah, like yep. locking it away is actually very handy. And when you think about how much micro SD cards cost in this day and age, holy shit, they're pretty cheap. Well, they're not cheap if you want to go and buy a five twelve. You're paying a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, well, it's no. not like fucking walking into tar- into fucking Kmart and buying a portable hard drive for fucking like a two terabyte one for seventy dollars and putting it on Ooh, your Xbox. We've found Bryce's sweet spot here, everyone. <laughs> we found his pain point. <laughs> Seriously, like you know, a portable hard drive will cost you seventy bucks. You put that in your Xbox, two terabyte, sweet, you're good. Fucking micro SD card, mm. two hundred and fifty bucks for a quarter of that size. That's not cheap, man. No, well. You're not doing that with the new consoles. They don't support <laughs> external hard drives anymore. But They do. Yeah, they just, just don't for the new games. Yeah. So if you want to install previous generations games on- The ones you want to play. Yeah. Portable they hard don't drives. support the ones you want to play. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know what I mean though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can just leave that dedicated hard drive space that's already on the console to the new games and then you can- Because the, the thing is, is like with a lot of the new generation at the moment is a lot of it's being- Either backwards released or, there's, you know, there's games that aren't getting an upgrade and, you know, there's always good options there. Um, yeah, there's only like a handful of uh, next generation games. <laughs> yeah, that, that's anyway. right. So, like, the option is there sort of thing. But, like, here where the micro SDs are fucking over $200 for the biggest size you can possibly own and they're so small, so they're very, very easy to lose. I think having, having them under a screwed back is actually, like, phenomenal. I think that's great. It, it means absolute utter safety um but if we can't have that which is fine like i'm i i agree to some point it is a little bit excessive but uh under a flap or something even that's that 
isn't so easily pop outable because that fucking kickstand is useless as a protective flap. Yeah, like they uh, lose they lose their grip eventually and they just fall. Yeah, like you know, I, I look after mine, but I could imagine like a kid just completely just like yeeting that thing a couple of days after getting it. Does Evie still have hers on her switch or is it gone? No, it's gone. It's gone, yeah. It's gone, gone for a long time. I can't even find mine because Arthur went around one, running around with it one day and it's disappeared. Oh, God. So, you know, it, it is it is functionally useless. I've had to cover the back of my Switch with a bit of tape <laughs> just so that I don't lose that 512 gigabyte SD card that's in oh. there because holy shit, if I lose that, I'll scream. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that, definitely fair You're enough. Starting to get it now? Um, I actually, I really like what the new the new 2DS has done with theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is, all right, yeah, pop it open, mate. Pop it open. He's taking his time. He's got this little professional gamer handle on it. Yeah, so, if, yeah, but this, yeah, but the, the the flap, this is what I mean. Even if they just had this. Yeah, so it's it's like the, the game cart and the SD card are just next to, to each other and they go into a little... A little flap that just clicks over it. It's the same on the Switch Lite as well. Yeah. The Switch Lite does the same as the new TV. Then why the fuck? They they need to just fucking do that with the normal Switch. Yeah. Having under the kickstand is like where the kickstand is very easily removable is so detrimental. Yeah. And hopefully hopefully like small things like that, they do change because obviously going to the Switch Lite, they thought about that and they've changed it. So that probably will carry on to the new proper Switch. they, They fucking reverted it from that. I went to that and then they went to the Switch where they were like, let's just put it behind a kickstand that falls off in like two minutes. True. (laughs) They fucking reverted to that. And then they're like, let's go back to the Switch. Let's go back to the 2DS method on the light. And it's just like, make up your fucking mind. Yeah. But to be fair, they did do that cartridge cover up for the actual game card, but it just needs the SD card next to that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It just, yeah, it needs to be at least either if it's not next to the next to the game card, at least like just put it. Put it somewhere where it's not as easily exposed, you know. And uh, putting putting it under the flap is like extremely lazy. And if you're using it for tabletop gaming, like Coolio, but it just yeah, there's something there that's just really irritating about it. I guess. Yeah, just a few things about the switch that just need a bit of a design change, a bit of a shift around. I think the idea of having like the whole back be the stand is just a way better idea than having this bit of plastic. But oh, absolutely, out. yeah, 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 yeah. I think for the most part. Like, I haven't done the whole put my Switch down and take the Joy-Cons off and play multiplayer, mm. like, in the pub or something like that for Ages. A, a long time. Mm. Like, to be honest, I'm happy. I'll be happy if the, if it's just, like, it doesn't even have Joy-Cons. They're just, it's just one solid system. I'd honestly probably prefer that. Like, the, if I had the Switch Lite a bit bigger and it docked, I'd probably prefer that, mm. to be honest with you. I just want, like, I don't need the Joy-Cons to come off necessarily... No, yeah, I agree. Because when I play on the TV, I'm not using the Joy-Cons. I'm using the Pro Controller. And here's, like, here's, here's the thing is that uh, at the end of the day, the reason it's so handy being able to take them off um, is that they're easily replaceable if anything malfunctions. You don't have to worry about it. Um, but it is it is slightly irritating that the controllers have to be as fragile as they currently are in that if you break them on the Switch Lite, you kind of just have to send your whole console away. Which is irritating. I mean, that's that's every handheld before then, so... Sure it is, yeah. But we know the Joy-Cons are worse than most handhelds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Like, you, you can't argue <laughs> that. Um, no, no. Personally, I've never had a fucking single problem with Joy-Cons. I don't think you've had a single problem with Joy-Cons, even with the ones you went through the wash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That had, a, what, a broken LED light and that was it? 
Yeah, the LED stopped showing up, but the controller worked. But the controller works. So, like, at least in our cases, we've never had any problems with the Joy-Cons, but we know that plenty of people have. Just lucky, I think. Maybe. It's very weird that both of us happen to be two lucky people in the same place. High five! Mm. Yeah! Lucky boys. Lucky boys. Lucky boys. Lucky boys. This is not endorsed by Nintendo. No, definitely not that. Is. <laughs> Actually, speaking of not endorsed by Nintendo, bloody hell. Um, I put up a red bubble site the other day so people can buy designs on T-shirts and stuff. And uh, Nintendo took uh, the House of Mario design down from Red Bubble. So, fuck Nintendo. That's what I say. Oh, Nintendo. But I put up two designs. One had a red outline. One had not a red outline. People can choose which one they want. You know, whatever. They took down the red red outline one in two hours. Bam. Like, oh, shit. They're on. <laughs> Lawyers are on to me. But the other one, don't care. <laughs> it's still there. <laughs> so, what I'm saying is if you if you'd like a House of Mario t-shirt, you can buy one. You it just bu- doesn't have a red outline. It just doesn't have Sorry. Red- <laughs> <laughs> like, personally, I prefer the one without the red outline, but, you know, people can choose. It's up to them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, basically, we're not endorsed by Nintendo. They take our shit down. Fuck them. <laughs> no, just, we, just, we, just, just joking. We, we, have to, uh, we have to come up with some merch designs later on that's a little more copyright friendly, I suppose. Yeah, so what I do is about red bubbles. I, lo- I was looking on there because I was thinking about this, keeping it in mind. Uh, people literally, there's just like, they go to Nintendo's website, they take their art and they put it onto Redbubble and there's just heaps of it. I'm like, oh, I should be fine then. I'm not literally taking their art no, and selling yeah. it. Ours, ours was made by somebody. But literally two hours. I'm like, Jesus Christ, boys. You're good at your job and I hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Nah, we'll make some more uh, more merch friendly designs and get them up on there eventually. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Mm. Yeah, you're, you're the one who's into your drawer and draw us a nice picture of uh, Yoshi doing I, a backflip. I, I can't. Why not? Because it'd be fucking taken down. Draw us a picture of me. <laughs> yes. All right. There you go. Yeah. No, nah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have a look into it. We will. Anyway. Yeah. That, that just reminded me. Is just <laughs> endorsed by the town. I was like, oh, God, no, we're not actually. <laughs> not no. quite. So before we move away from the Switch Pro for a little bit, Bryce, is what you're hearing pretty much what you're after? Or are there some things like, mm, I really hope it has this, obviously apart from the flap to cover your SD card? I, I huh? think I'm think I think i pretty much fine. As, lo- as long as it... Um, I just want it to provide a nice clean experience with a nice premium feeling console. And I think that's like pretty much... I think that's pretty much what most of us expect anyway. Mm, uh, I definitely hope that too. I just want a mm. nice, sleek, modern feeling switch. I don't really care about buying pro edition consoles like whatsoever, but with with Nintendo, I'm willing to make an exception. <laughs> but I, like with, with the Series X and the PS4 Pro, I was kind of like, yeah, whatever, man. You do you. But like with the Switch, um, being something that is already sort of low on power in comparison to the other things, any bit of extra power it can get to run things better is good. So Yeah. I can't wait. I'm honestly really excited. And I think I'm just as... I think I'm excited as I can be for like a new system. Because if Nintendo was saying like, we're making a brand new console, like, I'm like, oh, please. I'll be like, please make it a hybrid still. Don't move away from it. So mm. just hearing that's like, yeah, no, we're making a new one. It's going to be better. Cool. I'm very excited for that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
let's hear hoping that they still sort of stick with the MO in the future and they stick with hybrid consoles for the next generation. I'm sure they will. I kind of hope they do. Like, I feel like the disparity in markets actually causing them more problems nowadays than it is benefits, I guess. Like, you get people that only want their home consoles or people that only want their handhelds. And then mm. if if one turns out shitter than the other, then they lose profits off of one of them. And, you know. It's just hard because it's like stuff like Animal Crossing, they've got to decide what system they make it for. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. Like, yeah. And you and go back to the DS and the Wii, Wild World sells a shitload and uh, city folks sells like sold crap. Sold like crap, yeah. It's so, absolutely destroyed. So in some ways they do kind of double dip because it's like, oh, we made 3D land. It's like, oh, we made 3D world. It's like, oh, just a double dip, double dip. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but, and they might get lucky on that, but the returns aren't always profitable. Yeah, and, but, but now yeah. they've got both audiences in the same bit so they don't have to worry about it as much. That's exactly right. Just yeah. great, yeah. Yeah. All right, so- Bryce, did you watch any of the, the Sonic 30th anniversary news that came out? No. I mean, I already know what happened with it. So, yeah. So, this is just from a, a Screen Rant, and their Sega is going uh, big for Sonic's 30th anniversary. We'll just sum it up here for a little bit. Uh, so, what do we got here? So, Sonic, he's coming to a few games out there. Um, he's going to be in the uh, new 2020 Olympics game as, like, a, in a mascot costume. Looks absolutely ridiculous. Uh, really funny. Basically, He's running against like normal looking humans as you would expect in the Olympics. But it's just that there's a Sonic costume in there too. So that looks fun if you're going to play that game, which you, let's be honest, you're probably not. No, probably not. Probably but not. he has his own fucking Olympics game. Mm. Um, him and his friends are going to come to two, two Point Hospital, which he looks ridiculous in that game as well, which is pretty funny. Um, he's going to have content in Lost Judgment coming later this year to other consoles. So Lost Judgment is basically what um, it's what the uh, Yakuza team are basically making now. That Yakuza is going to be a turn-based strategy game. So you're basically playing as like a, a Japanese mob leader and just beating up people. You yeah, can, you, I, can, you can do that with the Sonic characters now. <laughs> I did think about picking up Judgment the other day, and I didn't. I should have. Um, yeah, I think like I don't know about any other games in the series, but apparently Lost Judgment it comes out on September twenty fourth. So you'll be able to play Sonic and stuff in, in, in there when <laughs> well, it comes out later this year. Give me my money, bitch. That's a good impression. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Well, give me a chili dog, dude. Where's my chili dog, man? <laughs> I like yours. I like yours. Uh, Sonic Colors. This has been a rumor for a while, but it's uh, getting ported as mm. Sonic Colors Ultimate to all the, all the consoles, including Switch. So that's exciting. Um, Every color contains a whisper of Sonic. Say, so I might pick it up when it's on sale or something, but not too interested. Just I've heard, yet. I've heard colors is great, but yeah, yeah definitely. Mm. Um, yeah, it was one of like the the better Sonic games. It's exclusive to Wii, so especially especially modern Sonic games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a DS version that no one talks about. It's like it's a, like a two D version, obviously. But yeah, I think it was pretty great on both platforms. Mm. Um, this one was a really big miss for me when they sort of announced it's like oh Sonic's 30th year anniversary and we've got a collection called Sonic Origins it's got multiple games from all of the classic uh, Sega systems and it's coming next year I'm like why is that not ready on <laughs> yeah right why why is that not ready on Sonic's 30th it's not so what what games are coming to it is it like a huge collection or is it uh, we got we got Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic Sonic and Sonic the Hedgehog twos and three, Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic CD. I think that's that's all that's all I can hmm. see here. 
So there's four games on there. I don't know what they're doing to make it take so long. It should be. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those things they throw together and be like, yeah, it's free money for us. Let's see, check it out. I don't think they've done a collection since Sonic Gems. And even that was like really niche. So I'm going to. So Sonic Origins, so I'm going to read this bit from the Not game Not a huge room. Sonic fan, by the way. It's just trivia that I know about Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Sega has re-released the Sonic the Hedgehog games uh, numerous times, releasing them as standalone titles while also packaging them t- together in collections. Well, Sega is doing that yet again, re-releasing the Sonic uh, the Hedgehog video games together as Sonic Origins. The collection will be a bit more comprehensive than Sonic, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog fans have come to expect. Hedgehog. <laughs> Tripping over my words. Hodge Hig. With a dry mouth, Bryce. However... Drink something at Kraken, mate. Oh, I'll have to. Uh, as it will feature more than just the original Sonic the Hedgehog trilogy of games. Hodge Hig. Hodge Hig. Hodge Hig. How did I say Hodge Hig? I don't know. How did you say Hodge Hig? So, after that collection, they um, basically also teased a uh, brand new Sonic game yeah, coming out. That they think is called Sonic Rangers. Yeah, Sonic Rangers. And sort of the, the leaks or sort of... Uh, information that came out on this game over reddit was it's going to be an open world sonic game and uh, everyone loves putting that comparison out there akin to breath of the wild where you're running around and you're fighting bosses and you know that would be kind of cool in sonic but fuck that would take some processing power yeah you could imagine <laughs> you have to fucking like render every like oh my god that would be nightmarish yeah, i think the idea of like a big world and you're just zipping around it That'll sounds be fun. fucking cool. That yeah, sounds fun. But, yeah. oh my God, Jesus. Ew. Yeah. They also announced like so a Netflix series for uh, called Sonic Prime based off Sonic Mania, um, which will be called The Watch for free if you've got a Netflix subscription. And also Sonic games are coming to cloud, including um, PlayStation Now and Google Stadia and blah, 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 blah. That's bullshit. There's a lot of yeah. shit that's still going to come to Netflix this year, like um, the Cuphead, the Cuphead <laughs> uh, cartoon as well. It's supposed to be due this year. Yeah, those guys take forever to do do anything. So yeah, to be fair though, I reckon that'll be fun to watch the Cuphead show. Oh well, it's b- beautiful animation. It's full of character. It's going to make an awesome cartoon. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Even even just watching like the uh, like pre renders of that and stuff has been uh, pretty cool. They've they've put up like a couple of them. I mm. think. Yeah, looks looks really fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like cracking into Cuphead a little bit with Evie. I suppose I never really talked about that at the start of the show, but. Um, I bought Cuphead for her because she's she's really into that. Like, she's really into, like, that old <laughs> Disney aesthetic. That's like, awesome how she's like, that's the game I want to play, Dad. And you're yeah. just like, oh, oh God. God. <laughs> it's going to slit your arms. <laughs> we we made it. We made it through the first. Well, we I made it through the first time with her. Um, a pride, a, a providing a little bit of assistance in the beginning of each fight before dying and then me trying to rescue her while also maintain me killing things. <laughs> oh, and <laughs> I'm becoming a better gamer for it. <laughs> do you like Cuphead? Oh, yeah, it's fun. I think it's awesome. I love Cuphead. It's a, it's a great game, but oh, my God. Like, <laughs> the fact I've got to collect all those contracts and you have to do it on the regular mode to do it makes it very hard to do with somebody who's co-oping with you and shares your damage. So I'm having to dodge a hell of a lot more just to finish a fight. I mean, that makes a good let's play series. Just like I play Cuphead with my five-year-old daughter. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, everyone's like, oh, click on that. Oh, wow. Okay. So how does that go? Uh, Not great. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's been pretty good overall, I suppose. Uh, And... I'm, I'm I'm a lot more interested in it now that I've that I've had some more like had some time with the game I guess a few years too late quite obviously right 
you know, there's, there's another short of a lie about that. But um, okay, it's okay. You don't have to get to games as soon as they come. No, in. It's all right, man. that's right. But um, the, if it weren't for her, I wouldn't have even touched it probably because at the end of the day, like as cool as it is and as fun as it is, doesn't hit my aesthetic quite well. It's a, it's not it's fun. It's not Final Fantasy fourteen at the end of the day. <laughs> oh my god! It's not yeah, online yeah. MMO. That that's right. Yeah, the critically the critically acclaimed Final Fantasy fourteen that um, has a free trial all the way up until level sixty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Including a, the Heavensward expansion, which mm. is considered their second best expansion, mate. That's that's pretty big. Yes, uh, just uh, while we're doing this episode, I actually just signed a contract with Square Enix. Square, Square, Square Enix. Square Enix. Oh, by the way, uh, yeah, it's also got Australian servers coming early next year. So, Ooh, yeah, that means no wow. more lag. No more lag. Isn't mm. that gorgeous? Mm. Mm, actually, I thought the lag was actually a really great characteristic. Characteristic of the play. play with the lag if you want, mate, because they're also bringing in data center travel, oh. which means that you don't even have to play on the server that you're assigned to. You can play on North America, you can play on Japan, doesn't matter. Isn't that just fucking gorgeous? Mm. It is fantastic there stuff. Go, exactly. There you go. Thank mm. you, Lord and Savior Square Enix. Square Enix. Square Enix. Yoshida san, you the man. Don't you, fuck up 16. I'm you sure are, you do a great job. You are certainly a man. Oh, you'd love that guy. I reckon you'd love that guy. I would if he wasn't making an MMO. <laughs> no, he's making 16, man. I know. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably play 16. He's fucking good. Yeah, no, he's really good. He listens to his community. He's fucking brilliant. And he's he's got like Reggie levels of meme in that community. Oh, well, you had me at meme, Bryce. Mm, that's right. Yeah. All right, good luck. So, uh, sp- uh, speaking of Square Enix, Bryce, uh, Dragon Quest had its uh, 35th year anniversary stream announcing some new products and stuff coming out. Uh, it was all Japanese-centric, no platforms or dates announced, especially for the West, but there were some interesting tibbets in there. Mm. So there was a, there was a, there was a, a match-free puzzle game. Uh, that looked interesting enough. We'll skip beyond that, though. Um, Dragon Quest Ten Online got some new content coming out in Japan. Uh, got offline as well. Yes, and yes. it also got a brand-new game called Dragon Quest Ten Offline. So that might be coming to the West. I dare Soon say enough. it probably will. Yeah. It'll be it'll be the way to play Dragon Quest Ten if you don't like playing MMORPGs. Yeah. yeah, and like that that's sort of um I know like some people that really do enjoy Dragon Quest, but not so much MMOs. It's a bit of a blank spot for them. So it'd be good for like people like that who just want to be filled in and be able to play the, through the story and interact with the characters that way. Yeah, so that'd be great. Um, personally, my favorite announcement. I'm sure it's probably a lot of. People's uh, favorite announcements um, that aren't necessarily big fans, but just really enjoy um, Octopath Traveler. Um, Dragon Quest 3 is getting a brand new remake, and it's called Dragon Quest 3 HD 2D Remake. And this is a remake of Dragon Quest uh, 3 in the um, in Unreal Engine 4, which uses the Octopath Traveler um, engine, which looks absolutely fantastic. So it's yeah. remade in that style, and it looks absolutely beautiful, just like Octopath Traveler and... Um, Triangle strategy that's coming out um, mm. later on. And this is how you remake old sprite-based RPGs. This Absolutely. Is, this is how you do it. Like, I think, like, a lot of other Square Enix RPGs, uh, like, you know, the Mana series and that, they've been remaking them in 3D, and they look good. They look great. But I think they kind of lose a bit of their magic charm. and their yeah. charm, yeah. What made what made them special in the day. Um, but... How how this game looks? I'm not like a massive Dragon Quest fan. It's always been something I've looked mm. at and been like, "Oh, I want to play. I want to play. I want to play." Um, but this is definitely how you get more people interested and really make fans of the series happy. And 
this this information um, actually dropped on the same day that Pokemon um, the, the release dates came out for the Pokemon games. I'm like, man, I want a Pokemon game remade like this. Like, mm. it'll be amazing. Like, we'll get into uh, the Pokemon talk a little bit later. But like two, one, two. I'd love, yeah, I'd love to see that. Mm. And also another Dragon Quest game called Dragon Quest Treasures. So I don't know what this game's about, but I'll read this little blurb here. A uh, mobile game. I believe it, isn't it? Uh, not sure. So uh, I don't think anything has a not, nothing has a platform yet. So I got no idea. Um, Eric and uh, Mia from Dragon Quest Eleven S take front and center in this game as it focuses on their childhood and treasure hunting. It is an RPG, but nothing at all like a traditional one. It will have a worldwide release, but the platforms and dates are yet undecided. So cool. It looks it looks interesting enough. Basically, the whole aim of the game is to collect a shitload of treasure. And one of the bigger bigger announcements that kind of uh, dropped on us like Metroid Prime 4 did a few years ago, uh, Dragon Quest 12: The Flames of Fate, got an eerie sort of announcement trailer, got the font, got the uh, the swords slashing through the ground, revealing the lava, revealing the, um, 12, the 12 Roman yeah. numeral. And um, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's a lot more grittier than the other um, Dragon Quests and it's got people... Yeah, don't int- be sure of that yet. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows yet? It's only a title screen, fellas. Don't... But exciting. Whoever comes to Switch, not sure just yet. It's running on Unreal 5, which is basically a brand new engine um, that's been updated and it's been showing off a lot of tech demos recently running on PlayStation 5, Series X and PC. So whether it's um, going to be able to cater to Switch as well, not too sure. No. But yeah. definitely something to keep an eye on. I think uh, Dragon Quest missing the Switch, especially with such a Japanese audience, be kind of a miss. Like the PS5, the Japanese are not going to like the PS5 for their small <laughs> their small houses. It's no. just not a thing. And the Series X and Series S, that yeah, you're not going to rely on that console <laughs> for, for that type of market. So You said it a million times before, but like the, the Switch is just such a perfect console for the Japanese market. Yeah, well. Like it, it hugely, hugely, yeah. Like really, really, really good. So... Yeah, small, handheld, fits in there under their TV nice and easily. Like it's can put it on their TV if they so desire. If mm. not, they can just, you know, go to bed and after their you know fifty to sixty hour work week. <laughs> Jesus, Ugh, life in Japan can't imagine. Can't imagine. Want to visit though? Be yeah, fun. Definitely. I'll eat all their food. Oh yes, all the food. Buy all their after the Olympics. Probably we probably. <laughs> Yeah, it won't be going during the Olympics. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Mm. Just yeah. get the video game and play that instead. Oh, yes, yes. Tour Japan, the video game. Mm. Yes. All right, Bryce, let's move into some Pokemon talk. All right. So just randomly, some Pokemon uh, release dates got announced. So Pokemon uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, they're going to be coming out on the shockingly predictable date of November uh, 19th, mm-hmm. 2021. Hooray. So that's cool. Very predictable. Coming out on the exact week you would expect the Pokemon title to come out. Yes. Um, they usually in the states aim to come out before Black Friday to get you know ahead of all that shopping yeahness that happens over there. Yeah. Over here we're just like, oh yeah, it's Black Friday. Oh, I might get some clothes online. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Black Friday in Australia. Mm. Exciting stuff. We mm. don't kill people here. No, that's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you no can't, murder everybody. You, you, well, you can. No matter. You can, but it's probably not worth it because you can just go into a shop pretty easily. Mm. Yes, murder is bad. But I think uh, the most 
personally for me, the, the more interesting title, Pokemon Legends Arceus. That also got a release date. They got release dates at the exact same time. So that's going to be released on January 28th, 2022. And uh, very surprising, when Which they said... very concerning. <laughs> when they said first quarter, you're like, oh, yeah, first quarter. So first, it might be March. Okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, just like at the first month of the year, so wow, that's as early as they could possibly get it in 2022. Mm-hmm. So, Bryce, I know what you're going to say. I think a lot of people share that same sentiment, including myself. Mm-hmm. But explain yourself. Uh, why, why are you a bit... Cons- what is this release date... Bring a bit of bit of concern to your noggin there. Not enough time. Not enough time. At least that's what I'm worried about. We don't know how long they've been working on this realistically, but I don't want them to half-ass it. I want it to be really successful, and I want it to be like something that everybody can get around and be like, wow, this is like a good technical achievement for Pokemon. Um, honestly, like the, the, the performance issues and stuff like that that come up in the previous trailers and whatever... You know, they don't, they don't bother me too much, like the frame rate and all that. That's just shit that sort of comes with the Switch. We've learnt that since the the day the Switch released with Breath of the Wild. It is just something that happens with big open world games. But I want it to be polished. I don't want it to be just another thing they put out and just forget about it later and be like, well, it's done. You know, I don't want it to be that. Yeah. Um. I'm in. I'm in that same sort of thought. I I do hope it will be great. Um, I think a lot of people are comparing this to Breath of the Wild, and rightfully so because they're really trying to evoke the exact same feeling of Breath of the Wild with that trailer. Exact same, just like the camera mm-hmm. angles, the music. So they're very much trying to compare themselves to Breath of the Wild, and you know whether that works out for them or not. Like good on them type of thing. Yeah, yeah, but that's right. Yeah. I do want to put in a devil's advocate point that. Um, this uh, it it might not be all that early because like a lot of people are like oh it's too early in the year it's like yes it I would probably prefer if it came out June July even have a few more months yeah but they were probably aiming this game to come out in November so they actually did delay it by a couple of months to get a bit more time to work on it so if you look at it that way they they might have actually extended the development time to push this game out so. No, that's that's the angle I sort of came from it. I would, like, well. I want to hope that's the case, but at the same time, like, and we've had a we've had a discussion about this before, but um, Masada's like, I think it was Masada's quote or whatever, and he was like, I like to keep a small development team because then like nothing gets lost in translation throughout the chain. They're only working with a small team for this. This is not this is not a small project. This is quite a large project for such a small amount of people. So the worry, the worry is not so much about like, because I feel like well, the wild area is going to be the basis for this thing. Like the experimentation with the wild area is going to be what is becoming this game. And we all know what the wild area is like. Yeah. They got better in the DLC, but they did get better in the DLC, admittedly, but still not perfect and still not something that you'd be like, oh my God, this is something that I would never like to see them improve on. It is perfect. It is... Everybody had complaints. That's that's the thing, though. Like, are you looking for a a good, fun open-world Pokemon game or or are you expecting a a studio attempting a brand-new concept for their um, series and nail it on the first go? I don't... uh, No. Because you said perfect. Like, are you expecting perfect? (laughs) 
Joke voice aside, um, <laughs> like I'm not expecting them to be perfect. Absolutely not. Like it is, it is their first foray into doing something like this. But it, it, it can't come out in a state where it just looks like that they've put the wild area in this game and made the whole game about the wild area, and then they're just like, well, this is it, because that would just fuck the entire thing. Yeah. We know that the wild area was unclean. They've hopefully learnt their lessons since then that, you know, a pop in from like Jesus, like pop in from Jesus. Hello, I'm Jesus. Pop- Hello, I'm Jesus. <laughs> on the greed inch sitting by that tree under the bridge. Um Can I capture you, Jesus? No, I'm not a Pokemon. Oh, okay. shame. Well thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Jesus. But like from from bugger all far away, the the lag and you know, uh just, just the stuff, stuff like that. I guess, like, I, if if the main priority focus of the game is this big open world, and you're gonna have this shit running around, like, I'm really hoping that they were like, Monolith, help yes. us, yeah, like, because that's what saved Breath of the Wild's ass, like, immensely, because Monolith know how to make absolutely huge, gorgeous worlds without chunking resources, yeah, because they did it with Xenoblade. Yeah, and we know that Monolith, Monolith is a, a great support studio for Nintendo, working with Breath of the Wild and other Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. Game Freak moved into the Tokyo studio, mm-hmm. and why would they move into that into that workspace if they weren't going to collaborate a little bit? That's what you would want to hope, yeah. And when this happened a year or so ago, this would have been in the middle of development time, presumably. This That might have been the focus of That might have been the reason. Move. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people are just making assumptions and rightfully so rightfully so but yeah it's been it's 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 been a it's been a bit over a decade my friend that people have had utter faith in this company to put out a product that's like gonna wows us yeah no i'm i'm right there bryce i i'm I'm a part of the fan base (laughs) i feel the same way but Mm. i think i've just can't i've just gotten to the point where i'm like Am I expecting a, a nine out of ten for reviews? Not necessarily, but I just—I still want to see it. Like, yeah, well, of, of course, I want to—I want to see it hit goals that that Pokemon never did before, as opposed to what they did. Definitely, definitely. In the last few titles, where they—they haven't—they haven't, apart from like the the two main things I can give Sword and Shield was that one, its PVE was fantastic, and it is a feature that needs to remain in Pokemon because. Let's be honest, PvP is great and everything, but PvE is a good downtime for you, for you and your friends. And it needs to be done better, mind you. But still, good step forward. Yeah. And the competitive battling system that they have in there that is much easier to get into and stuff like that is absolutely awesome. They've done those two things very, very well in Sword and Shield. Right? But everything else around it kind of falls apart by the, by the skeleton. They had to, you know, cut Pokemon out and... You know, I'm not going back to Dex. We've already talked about that plenty before. But oh God, no! They had to. They had to cut cut out Pokemon. They had to. That it's it's obvious that there was a lot of things that were sort of just rushed to put out, and they weren't quite done with it yet. But they're like Christmas money. Mm. Give us that Christmas money. Well, yeah, and that, that's the thing. Obviously, they they do have a game to fill in that Christmas money. Yeah. <laughs> bit, but this game isn't like pulled. Like into uh, 2021 for the Christmas money. No, no, no. That's right. Which is why I'm hoping that it's yeah. in the more positive camp. So it kind of in some way, just when they said initially 2022, that gave me, oh, well, they are at least delaying it at least a couple of months. Um, 
to you know get whatever they need into the game. So yeah, yeah, that's that's how I feel. I feel a little bit more optimistic about the release date than um a lot of people I've seen on the internet talk about. But we'll find out. We'll find out soon enough. There'll be more information at a uh, sorry a Pokemon presents before E three. Hoping so. more than likely. I don't want to know too much about this game. It's still seven months away. So I honestly. <laughs> Don't care that much. Just tell tell me. I just want to see a bit of a gameplay demo. Mm. You know, um, whether it be at E three or before E three, I just want to see a bit of a gameplay demo just to see where they're sort of at. Yeah, I'd love to see what just to the just game to is. rekindle some faith or something. You know, like because obviously the uh, the footage that they showed us could have been from a long time ago, like the stuff that we've already seen. Yeah, and but the only thing is, so like, why would they show us such old footage? Like, oh, because I, I, that that yeah. is just like the most complete build at the time. Yeah, I, I know. I know how game production and marketing sort of works. Yeah, how they sort of like they get the footage from God knows how long ago. But it's, it is a sort of a weird decision to be like, well, this is from three months ago, and it's it's running like it is. And this is what we're going to show still. Yeah, but a, a lot of people also sort of relying on a brand new Switch model to be the savior. I'm like, no, guys, this has to work for people that don't want to spend. $500 on a new Switch. <laughs> you know, that's not an excuse. Yeah. Like, just because, like, you, myself, hardcore Nintendo fans, be like, yes, we're dumb, here's our money. Yeah. <laughs> do- doesn't doesn't mean your daughter and other Pokemon fans are going to be like, oh, well, this game doesn't run on my Switch. It's not an excuse. No. No. So, yeah. Don't rely on a Switch Pro to be like, we announced it. And guess what? That Pokemon game we revealed, it works a lot better. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Yeah. Like, don't it's get me don't get me wrong. It's an open world game. It is going to work better on a better hardware. Yeah, that's but, right. But is it is it going to be like the difference between unplayable and better? Like you know, there's got to be more or less. You know, <laughs> you better. See, you see a Mulga, uh, just like instead of just like two frames a second, you actually see it animated. Like, oh wow, they actually animated it. I wouldn't have known if I just played it on my normal. Yeah, Switch. exactly my point. <laughs> that's exactly right, and that's where it gets concerning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, yeah. No, looking forward to it. Pray. <laughs> What? Pray. Oh, pray. <laughs> I thought you said, hey, I'll just move my drink. You're like, hey. I'm like, oh. I was drinking that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So excited to see more. We're going to have so much more information about Pokemon and Nintendo Switch Pro and all of this stuff coming up soon. Yeah. But uh, moving into the last portion of our news, just quickly, Monster Hunter Rise has now shipped over 7 million copies worldwide. Congratulations to Capcom. Chef kiss. That yeah. is an amazing accomplishment. It's becoming almost one of their highest selling games of all time. Um, it could it could beat it. Hey, it could beat World, and World's only just become its highest selling. Yeah, and it's on several platforms at the moment. In fact, by the time it's out on PC, it probably will sell more than World. Yeah, and obviously that's off of um, the backbone of right of sorry of World being so popular. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Amazing accomplishment. It's just like ah, oh, it's whew, huge, huge, huge. Let's never do that accent again. No. Um, this is a, a funny, funny little uh, tit, tidbit uh, that happened during the week. I, I completely missed it, but apparently, um, the, the Horror Warriors Age of Calamity expansion pass uh, went up, and there was actually an exploit in the eShop on the European um, store where you could actually just claim it for free. Oh, so um, it has been taken down, but you could just go on and get it for free, which was just pretty crazy. I just, I just read it when I was sort of getting the news together for this show, and I'm like. Oh wow! I should have. <laughs> we should have claim that. Yeah, <laughs> wish I knew about it. All right, all right. So let's move on to some uh, some soccer guy news. So, uh, Super Smash Bros. director oh, Masaru Sakurai says that he likes the idea of early retirement. 
Soccer guy. This comes from Nintendo Life, and this is a story that went around the internet saying, oh, Sakurai said he's going to retire after, you know, Smash Brothers DLC. Everyone's getting a bit antsy, but um, turns out that's not what he said. Not what he said. <laughs> yeah. He said something similar, but he didn't say that. So this is an update from Nintendo Life. And they say, we now have translation of Sakurai's full column thanks to Cody Non-Cola, or Colo, and uh, S- uh, Safazon uh, offering a clearer picture of the context surrounding his comments. So surrounding the summary of Sakurai's own words, um, uh, he writes, um, he was unable to... Oh, I've started again. I'm mixing up my words with you, Bryce. Oh, no. Sorry, Bryce. That sounds like Drew. Sounds like Drew. Classic Drew. Classic Drew, my God. All right, let's start again. Uh, sharing a summary of Sakurai's own words, uh, Cody, uh, Cody writes, he was unable to stop working long enough to let his thoughts uh, uh, percolate in his time off. Uh, he doesn't want to keep working forever after he's older. He says that honestly, if he had a little more free time, he thinks his days would be more fun. He likes the idea of early retirement. Uh, Saffron adds, Sakurai says that while the experiences people create can last forever, personal work will always come at an end someday. As long as he works, he will do the best to entertain people. He says that society is built upon such experiences, regardless of the medium and genre. As long as he can continue to create new experiences, he will. Even if he's busy, he believes that it's best to push on and do as much as you can. He does, however, uh, express doubt whether uh, the feeling is best suited for the times. So that was from his uh, Famitsu column. Mm -hmm. And the actual quote itself was, everything that uh, has a beginning has an ending. Um, uh, Sorry, uh, the the article about taking a break from game development during, during Golden Week and thinking about growing old and longing to retire. Quote, I feel that while I can still work, it is best to keep myself busy and give my uh, and give it all my all while being patient. I am thinking of ending this column a while after releasing all the DLC for Super Smash Brothers uh, special uh, within the year. In any case, I won't be retiring from the game industry completely, though. So yeah, end quote. So it seems like he's um interested in sort of ending his uh. Um, sort of write up on the Famitsu articles he does each month, and I, I find them really interesting because there's always some little news tidbit that comes out of his uh, columns. Yeah, so yeah. it would be disappointing, but um, it's not what the initial news was that it was it wasn't translated fully, and people saying, "Oh, he's retiring." <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny because even when people like believed it, they're just like, "Yeah, whatever, Sakurai. You've said this a million times." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're forced back into it time and time again. Halawada. Uh, bless his dear heart was just like so can you work on a smash bros game after he already announced <laughs> what a dog move <laughs> it's a bit like it's a bit like me but like hey bro asking you i don't know record a podcast like oh well i've already announced it i think yeah i've already announced it i think they're already i think they're they're, they're already good friends there and they know that it was going to happen anyway so it was sort <laughs> of just like yeah all right okay yeah buddy he just pushed that little, little bit more it's like oh and it's on 3DS, so it's like, oh, fuck, really? Yeah, he's like, God damn it, I don't want to develop for a handheld, damn it. You've got to make two of them. <laughs> Thank God they did, because uh, the 3D, 3DS one actually sold. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it actually did all right. 
But still a comment to question of like, how much did it take away from the Wii U sales? Who knows? Could have taken away a bit because people were like, I'm not buying that Wii U trash. I'll just play Smash on my 3DS instead. Yeah, well, if you're doing that, well, good, good for you, I guess. I personally really wanted to play it more on the TV. But if you're like, I'm good with this uh, little dual screen system. Then there are some people that were. So it could yeah. have taken away from Wii U sales. Could have. Mm. Could have. While we're talking about disparity between the like home console and handheld market. Yeah. Mm. God, that was, God, that was a well-made game for yeah. 3DS. 60 frames a second. It, it, it just so flawless. Yeah, it slapped. It, was it a slapped. Good game. It was a fucking smash game, for 3ds slaps. Yeah, it you hear it super here. slapped, brothers. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. It did slap. All right. So, um, moving on to one of our last stories from the Nintendo Enthusiast: Super Smash Ooh. Brothers Ultimate Splatoon Two and Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. <clears throat> now, uh, uh, Varsity Sports. Now, yeah, Varsity Sports at some high schools. So yeah, this this is right. pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. This, yeah. So reading the article, what do what do football and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Mario Kart Deluxe and Splatoon 2 all have in common? They're all recognized as varsity athletes at some various American high schools. Though the newly announced partnership between Nintendo and Play VS, uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Splatoon 2 will join the varsity athletes lineup at participating schools in fall 2021. With the season beginning September uh, 20th, and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe joining the fray for the spring 2022 high school season. Uh, the facility uh, petition uh, participation in various leagues, Nintendo will provide a Switch, a 12-month Nintendo Switch online membership, a copy of either Super Smash Bros. Ultimate or Splatoon 2 to 3,000 selected schools, uh, jump-starting the Varsity uh, esports teams. Nintendo are inviting interested potential coaches to register their schools for a waiting list at this link, which uh, you can't click on because you just heard it. Mm-hmm. According to comments from Bill Trinan of Nintendo's America, Senior uh, Director of Product Marketing, good old Bill Trinan, Billy. Billy boy. Billy boy. Billy boy. Nite- Nintendo views the partnership with uh, Play VS as a key way in expanding its role in the competitive gaming scene. And for us, makes sense to see Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Splatoon 2 there. Though I'm not too sure about the competitive uh, variability of uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe as an eSport. That's a good good point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, participating, participating schools will be able to facilitate competitions with other teams across the country. The exact logistics of the team's operations are not totally clear yet. We're not sure how something like uh, the team base between two will work for schools that only receive a single switch, for example. Uh, we'll have to wait to see how that plays out. So this was a really interesting bit of news. Um, this is this is the um, when I had Nintendo America as for notifications set on, waiting for Switch Pro news. It was like eleven o'clock or ten o'clock. I'm like, oh, there it is! Like, go to my Twitter, click on it. Uh, it's like, oh, that's still cool news though. <laughs> not the news I wanted. It's not new products I can buy, but oh, I guess kids no. have. I guess having kids' opportunities to join esports is a good thing too. (laughs) (laughs) No, but this is so cool. If this was a part of like our school curriculum, where we could represent our school in playing Smash, in playing Smash, Splatoon Two, whatever Nintendo title you enjoy, I think that'd be awesome. Because at lunchtimes, my Year Twelve was like, 
I'm going to the library and I'm playing Smash Brothers with my nerdy friends. Mm. And like, you know, we'll, we'll go there. We'll have nosebleeds and pick our noses all day. We're just big nerds. No. Big nerds. Just fogging up our glasses and God, I don't wear glasses, but God, God my glasses the day you foggy. get glasses, man. Yeah, God mm. forbid. God I'll, forbid. Get them, I'll get them eventually, but both my parents have them. So. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You're going to go blind. Oh. And you play video games, man. It's going to be even worse for you. Oh, no. Oh, no. <sighs> Just take it from the expert. The <laughs> glasses be, expert. You'll be taping up your arms in no time. Anyway, yes. No. Very, very awesome. This is really hard to do. There we go. Um, very, very awesome. Um, it's good to see that. Like it's it like it's not even just like past that point of like oh it's a sport like forget the sport right forget the fact it's being labelled it. as a varsity sport the fact that um it's inlaying more into people's passions in playing video games which is fantastic right because that's how sport started out it started out as a passion for something right and this is no different a passion for balls yes that's right a passion for uh, a passion for <laughs> ball games you know. Uh. Passion for balls. Mm. Anyway, um, my point uh, being is that um, it, it is it is a passion that people want to pursue and they want to do this kind of thing. Hell, um, your uh, your lovely wife's brother really wanted to get into Fortnite and tried to tried to you know push push like uh, practicing every day and all that stuff as well. It, it it's something that people enjoy and that's what they want to get into. And it doesn't matter if you. A nerd with a controller or a, a jock man with a football. You know? <laughs> you're all you're you're playing a, you're playing something competitive and you want to be good at it and you put the time and effort into what you find your interest in. So fantastic. I think that's a, a good step forward in a lot of ways. Again, uh Mario Kart is a little bit confusing and why you would want to play Splatoon with a single switch on a varsity team, I've no idea. But uh otherwise, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um if, if we've got any American listeners who are in high school, make use of this if this comes to your school. If you don't know about it, look, go and look it up. Um, try and get your school interested in it so they can sign up and get some of these switches and get involved in this competition because you don't get that many opportunities outside oh, of no. school to do this type of thing. No way. Unless you really push yourself and you make your connections and you travel to games and get involved. I wish I could win an $80 million lottery tomorrow split you half and then we can just bum on our asses and play Smash for the rest of our lives. Right? Oh, that sounds right. That'd be, that'd be fun. Right? But we can't do that. We, we're adults and we have to do the right thing. So, here we are. Dude, that sucks. Why do we have to do the right thing? Oh, no. Why, why can't we be one of those people that hit $80 million and follow our passions? <laughs> Don't know, Ross. You're going to have to ask the audience that. Why aren't we millionaires who can follow our passions? Uh, I'm sure they know why. Yeah, then <laughs> you suck. <laughs> hey, look, I'm saying that for both of us. We both suck. If that makes you feel better, did that make you feel better? That's not just you by yourself so sucking. Not talking about sucking, sucking at balls, but yeah, no, I have a passion for balls, Bryce. Mm. Yeah, you still got a passion for balls. You play a lot of soccer. You like, yeah. yeah, I love, I love kicking balls. those balls around. I love balls. Mm, he loves balls. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ball. we we played a cup. We played uh, last week. Love kicking that ball. Oh, dribbling that ball. Ball. Bouncing that ball. Mm. Ball. Yeah, receiving the ball. That's my favourite. <laughs> <bit. laughs> my favourite. 
Love getting that. Love it. All right. That's that's all the news, Bryce. Let's move on to the House of Mario Red Coin recommendations. Oh. oh. Alrighty, Bryce. So I've had a bit of a rough look at this. I only sort of brought it up recently, so don't don't give me too much of a hard time. But uh, one game I'm looking forward to playing is uh, World's End Club. And this was in a Nintendo Direct uh, a fair while ago now. But the blurb on the eShop reads, Friends till the end. Renowned game writers... Uh, the Japanese names, I'm going to read them. I'm going to butcher them the hell, so I won't even bother. Uh, returns with a brand new game that's easy to dive into and full of twists and turns. This tw- uh, charming and vivid story of friendship and mystery will captivate new and experienced players alike. The Go-Getters Club, a group of misfit students from all over Japan, find themselves trapped in a strange theme park during a class trip. In order to unravel the mystery of their circumstances and find an escape, uh, they must take part in the game of fate uh, that will test their bonds of friendship. With colourful visuals, charming characters, accessible gameplay, and a compelling story, this is an experience you will never forget. So, looks cool. Um, it's actually free on Apple Arcade, so that's where I'll be playing it. I'm making the most of my subscription money. Thank <laughs> you very much, Apple. Uh, definitely sponsored by Apple. Apple Sparkade. Apple Sparkade. So, Bryce, I'm going to get you to pick one there, mate. Pick from oh, the list. Mate. Oh, Provided by Vooks.net. There's just so many. Oh, there's so many games. Oh, but what game do you want to pick? Do you want to oh. pick a banger or do you want to pick a funny name? See if it turns out to be a good game. A bangy name. A bang name. I will mention, that, actually, I, like- I did notice that they put mm. Super Bomberman R's multiplayer up for free. Yeah, Super Bomberman <laughs> Online. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Hentai vs. Evil. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, no, that's fishing fighters. I'm good. Let's let's click on hentai versus evil because now <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, twelve dollars on the eShop. What? Um. Okay. So uh, here we have uh, yeah, hentai versus evil. Twelve dollars on the uh, Switch Shop. Twenty percent off. Ooh, looks very um <laughs> very um yeah. Basic Unreal Engine. Basic, but very, ba- that's, that's it. It's very basic Unreal Engine. Um, all right. So we have rescue anime girls from hordes of demons and zombies. Sometimes to. a little zombie killing and demon slaying is all you need, but a dash of naughty flavor to spice things up certainly can't hurt, right? Oh, no, we <laughs> In hentai vs. evil, demons have invaded the city the suburbs, and even the beach, turning the residents into flesh-eating zombies and throwing cute girls into cages. Ooh. It's time to stop the madness. Rescue those girls, have them join your ranks, and take down the source of evil in a rain of bullets and look good doing it. It is a one-player game. Uh, <laughs> you can't play with all your friends, you that's a shame. You yeah, you can't play that, this, this hentai versus evil game with your friends why is it called hentai vs evil because mm, you play as women i mean i get it yeah i get that bit but why necessarily hentai vs evil why can't it just be like yeah not that not that high hentai is high hentai <laughs> i said that high hentai. not that hentai is um you know women only but I, like this this just reminds what this is a great recommendation to that guy on Twitter that was uh, circulating today <laughs> saying that Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn, the brand new game that's coming to PlayStation 5, looks too chubby. Looks, yeah, looks too masculine. Looks too masculine. Like, there, there's a lot of stuff going around on Reddit that she looks like chubby. I'm like, all right. I was like, that's dumb. Just threw it away. But then it sort of like bubbled up online. I'm like, all right. So you don't want to play Horizon Zero Dawn, a brand new exclusive from um, Gorilla 
games. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got Hentai vs. Evil. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You can always jump on and get your fix look, through Hentai vs. Evil. You got you got pretty women. You got a nice price point, twelve dollars. That's not going to break your bank. And uh, you got, um, but like, just great gameplay. There, there's surely pl- there, there's <laughs> surely <laughs> there, there's plenty. There is plenty of games out there that like hit the borderline with just about everything when it comes to that. Senran Kagura is a huge series for that. He'll love that series. That guy on Twitter. Yes, he would. But that like my point is, is there is a huge. But even Senran Kagura, it is Senran Kagura, and that is the main title of the thing. You don't think much of it. Otherwise, you're like, all right, it's not as blatantly obvious. And then you get into the game. You're like, oh, this is a sexy game. But this one is just literally called hentai versus evil. That kind of just spells, hey, this is going to be some terrible shit in here. Um, Not for children's eyes, but they would not allow that shit in the eShop. So it's That's a, a good point. Why is Nintendo let, let a game literally called Hentai vs. Evil? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Mm. Good on Nintendo. Nintendo says Hentai's cool. That's what they said with this uh, eShop listing. Mm. That's what they yeah, said. Apparently, yeah. It came straight yeah. from Miyamoto's mouth. Jesus Christ, there's a whole Senra and Kagura game where the whole point of the game is to massage the girls. What was it called? Uh, I don't know. Mas- <laughs> massage Girl Simulator. It, it was. It came out around the same time as launch, right? Senra Kagura something. All right. So uh, I better actually put this one in there too. So Shimigami Tensei 3 oh, Nocturne yes, HD Remaster <laughs> also came out this week. Yes, it did. Yeah. So this game looks pretty cool. Are you interested in playing this? Are you going <sighs> to give the Shimigami games a go? Maybe maybe when it's cheap. Like um, I like Persona. I really like Persona. And like yeah. I like I like the little bits that come with it. But I, yeah, yeah. When, when it comes to Shimigami, I'm not sure I'm too, too invested. A little bit too hardcore. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little bit further down the line. Yeah, because um, yeah, Persona was a spin-off of Shimigami at yeah, that's one right. point. Yeah, which is now it's got more. F- it, it's got like that sort of flavor to it. That's kind of like, mm. yeah. So what begins as a normal day in Tokyo turns out to be anything but. Uh, when a conception, uh, an ether, an ethereal apocalypse is invoked. It remains of the world, oh, sorry, the remains of the world are swallowed by chaos as a demonic revolution descends into a broken city. Caught between a battle of gods and demons, the choices you make can bring life, rebirth or death and determine who triumphs. This uh, genre-defining, infamously punishing RPG is now back and includes remastered 3D models and backgrounds. Uh, additional difficulty settings for players of all skill levels. Ooh, a nice story uh, difficulty level for Drew, please. <laughs> uh, sup- suspend save. Save your progress Progress wherever progress. you need. Yeah, I'm dying today. Um, voice <laughs> <Progress>. audio. <laughs> Choose between Japanese and English VO. So, pretty cool. Pretty mm. cool. Mm. 60 or 70 Australian dollars mm. on the uh, eShop. Um, while we're talking about this, Bryce, anything else you want to pick out there, mate? There's- oh, God, mate. That's, again, there's just so much. Oh, right? there's just so much. So much. Uh, like, you got Horse Club Adventures here. That's $60. <gasps> oh, Horse Club Adventures, please. Horse Club Adventures. Tell me about Horse Club. Oh, my God. Please. Um, no, no, no. Oh, I think I'll skip over that one. I'll just... Maybe way through. Um, Man Eater, actually, would probably be one to talk about. That is something that I always see in circulation, but had never, never even thought about once picking it up. Though it looks fun. It's about all those men getting eaten. 
So, uh, Maneater, eat, explore, evolve. Experience the ultimate power fantasy as the apex predator of the seas, a terrifying shark. Maneater is a single-player action RPG set in the unforgiving waters of the Gulf Coast. Fight to survive in uh, in the open ocean with danger lurking at every depth. Your only tools are your wits, your jaws, and uncanny ability to evolve as you feed. The highly acclaimed Shark PG is now on Nintendo Switch. For the first time ever, the open waters of Port Clovis have evolved to go portable. Whether you're on the go or in your home, you can now you now can eat, explore, and evolve your way to the top of the food chain and become the apex predator of the ocean. Another single-player game for uh, $60. And um, I've seen plenty of gameplay of this before. So it is just a portable version of uh, Maneater if you've played Maneater on consoles before, yep. which has been a thing. I've you- been... Yeah. yeah, I've been meaning to play it for ages and I've got no excuse. It's on Xbox Game Pass. And yes, I've, it is. And I've got it through PlayStation Plus. Yeah. So I've got it on PS5 and Series X. Yeah. <laughs> so probably not going to buy it on Switch no. for 60 bucks. But um, yeah, it lo- looks like a lot of it fun. It looks fun. Just going around and eating people and <laughs> just yeah. causing mayhem. There's like a really kind of a silly story to go along with it that like your parent shark got killed by this fisherman. So you're, you're going out to get stronger to eventually take down this one fisherman. Yeah. It's a cool little premise. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um yeah, that being said, I'll probably play it on Game Pass. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. If you subscribe to Game Pass, you're you not gonna pay sixty dollars no. on Switch. You're gonna No. Yeah. But I thought I'd just highlight it a little bit because it looks in, it's, it's always looked interesting to me. Yeah. Like games like this, if you do want to play them on Switch, add them to your wish list. They'll go on sale eventually. That's exactly right. And that's the biggest thing to take away from these things. I do that all the time. I've got this wish list and whenever anything's on sale, I go to my wish list and I go down and say, oh, yep, there's something on sale and I buy it. Or before I actually go down that mega list that takes forever to load. Dead on. Mm. Mm. Well, Bryce, that brings us to the end of the episode. Yes, it does. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to say before you finish? Um, no, not really. Free trial. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nah, it's all right. I've said it enough. Yeah, you said it enough. You've, you had a sponsor quota of at least 25 times. So mm. you said, I think you mentioned about 40 times, actually. Yeah. Final Fantasy yeah. 14, mm, free yeah. trial. Yeah, see, uh, he's mentioning it now. 65% off on it PlayStation is. Network. It is. Yeah. Yes, that is very good pricing. Uh, Bryce approved. Yes. He plays as a healer. I've got no idea what Bryce plays as. <laughs> I play everything, mate. Oh. <laughs> At the same time? Uh, if I could. <laughs> if I could, then I would. Mm. I right. would heal, take and DPS. Yes. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to House of Mario, episode 190. If you enjoy the show, for goodness sakes, go and follow us over on Twitter. I'm Odo Druby. Bryce is at Ivy Revan. Just go and follow us. Yeah. Because yeah. truth is, if you want an update on the show, we'll be updating you on Twitter. Uh-huh. If you want to follow us on Facebook, we don't post on Facebook. We hate Facebook. Mm, I tried to post on there uh, today. Uh, I don't know if it worked. If anyone came from my Facebook tweet in the live chat. Facebook tweet. Oh, God, I'm dying. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yes, episode 190. That means we are approaching fastly episode 200. Oh, God, it's so close now. We'll be planning something special for it. Of course, we've been doing a live show, sharing it with a lot of you guys who decide to show up and, of course, listen to podcast services. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to be doing – we're going to be bringing it forward. So it's going to be – at the moment, it's going to be falling in April sometime. In April, I'm going on my honeymoon. So throughout the course of E3 and doing card battle packs and, you know, just stuff like that, we'll be doing a few episodes um, a week here and there. So we'll bring it 
forward a little bit into July, hopefully. So about mid-July or third week in the July, we'll hopefully be doing episode 200. And uh, should be a lot of fun. You looking forward to it? Yeah, should be good. Yeah. Yeah. Not speaking of episode 200s, did you watch Scott the Wazz's episode 200? I haven't yet, no. Jesus Christ, that's an experience. Yeah. That oh, was, I'll need to watch. Yeah, I've heard about it, It's man. a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I'd love to fucking do something like that. But my God, the effort that must have went into that. I'll watch it tonight. I'll watch it tonight. I've been meaning to. Yeah. yeah. It's about an hour long. It's really yeah. long. But that's it, sweet. It's fucking cool. Yeah. It's great. Awesome. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. Um, anything else I have to say? I don't know. I, actually, I do want to mention, we haven't been doing the Nintendo Jukebox for the last couple of uh, episodes. Mm. And the mm. reason, no one seemed to mention it, so no one cares. That's all good. But um, basically, we're just doing more live streaming on YouTube and stuff. And God forbid those copyright warriors come out and get us. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? We should probably make a jingle or something for the end, though, if we're going to, you know, remove it. Yeah. I mean, we could. Just okay. leaving, it out, leaving it out on a dead note is probably a little bit... Yeah, no, I'm just like, but maybe I like that. Maybe I like saying just get out and bang. And that's, <laughs> just that's shoot, that's shoot him in the kneecaps. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'll do right now. Hey, guys, thank you very much for listening and get out. <laughs> oh, ow. No, thank you very much, guys. Not my bum. <laughs> See you later. Ah, my bum. Don't trip on the way out. Bye ow, bye. my bum. No, get out. Get out. <laughs> my well, bum. I'm not kicking you out. Ah, my bum. Bye-bye. <laughs>